Hello and welcome to the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. I am your host, Dee Brown, and this is episode nine, the very last episode of 2020. It is crazy to think that I am getting ready to close up this chapter when it feels like it just opened because I just started recording in August. But I'm so excited um, that I can close out my year with you all. So for all of my new listeners, welcome. Feel free to grab a hot beverage and curl up in your favorite spot. Or like I tend to do sometimes, go ahead and get started washing those dishes or doing that laundry. Um, Whatever busy work you get done as you just pop in your earbuds and keep going. So either way, have a seat or stand up and enjoy. For those of you that have been on the journey with me and have come back for another episode, welcome back. Thank you so much for once again lending me your ear and your mind and your wonderful feedback. I have really enjoyed connecting with you all this year. I officially changed my Instagram, so it is now the Twinning Mommy Chronicles, which should make it a lot easier for you to find me through social media. So definitely keep the conversation going there. I love to hear from you all what episodes encouraged you and what things I said that really resonated with you, um, because this is all about me being able to encourage other moms and uplift other moms and us all be able to grow together. So thank you. Thank you. New listeners and returning listeners. So before I hop in to our new content for today, um, a couple episodes ago, I asked you all to submit your one word to describe 2020. Thank you to those of you that participated with that. Um, one follower had a very interesting response. Her response was revealing. And what I love about these one word answers is that you don't really know, you know, anything else unless someone volunteers information. So when I saw revealing, I have to say that that word resonated with me for this year as well. Um, I feel like a lot of purpose was revealed because although it seemed like the world shut down, my productivity did not. And it actually turned on some lights in the house that I don't think have been on in a while. Um, Hence this podcast and a few other things that um, I just decided to take a leap into. So um, I do feel like God's purpose was revealed and, you know, uh, really shown this year um, in my life. And I also feel like um, he revealed, you know, some some mentorships, some friendships, like just some some good stuff. So (laughs) I have to agree with her that revealing. Yes, indeed. um, It was a revealing year for me as well. Um, my word for 2020 is personal. I felt like so much of what happened this year was personal. Uh, it challenged my convictions. Um, the way that I interact with my community was challenged. Um, 
so many things were were simply challenged this year and on a national front, on an international front, and even right at my own front door. Um, so it really felt like a year that rather than being distracted by all the things that I'm typically distracted by, um, I had to focus on working on myself and working on what was going on in my house and understanding the people within my house a lot better. So it really felt personal. Um, even with our daughters as young as they are, you know, seeing them processing, um, because early on in March, we had taken them out of preschool. So seeing them go through the range of emotions and, uh, dealing with that whole process, it was all very personal, um, to really get a better insight into how they deal with discomfort, um, and being, moved and shaken, if you will, um, by, by things changing. So yes, that's my word. So for today's episode, I would like to focus on something that you've been hearing on many other podcasts and radio shows and TV shows and all of that. Everybody's doing a countdown, right? Whether it's the top moments or the top hits or, you know, just, the top most shocking things that happen. And so my list is just going to be the top lessons that I gained from 2020 along with the soundtrack that helped me make it through the year. And I really wanted to reflect on this because I, I want to have you thinking about what things came out of 2020 that you can take with you to move forward with that will be lessons that you can use to enhance life from here on out. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, wanting to get back to normal. And I have to be honest, I don't want to get back to normal. Status quo was not working in my life. So now that 2020 has happened, it has shaken up some things that I just, I will never be able to take the fizz and the bubbles out of. It's, it's now forever shaken and has created a new normal. Um, and I don't want to feel like I am the only one that is there. Um, so please do uh, find me at the Twinning Mommy Chronicles on Instagram or feel free to leave me a voice message through the Anchor app or anchorfm.com and let me know. Let me know if you feel the same way because um, I'm curious to hear if my list of lessons looks a lot like yours or if there are other lessons that you pulled. Um, So, and then with the soundtrack piece, okay, so let me just tell you, I love music a lot. So it was very, very hard um, to narrow down that list. But these are the songs that I'm going to go with as far as uh, being the top ones to to help me make it through the year. Although I could have gone on and on and, and put like 30 songs on the list because I mean, starting my morning with turning on music, even if it was just in the background while we ate breakfast or we did our homeschool lessons, like I kept us soaked in gospel, contemporary Christian worship music. Like that's what I do. Um, So yes, lesson number one, God is an ever present help in the time of trouble. And I know we have all 
heard that scripture. We have all heard people say that, but this is the first year that I have ever actually experienced it and seen it in such a tangible and real way. Um, you know, there was a lot of stuff. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that uh, came out in 2020. And with that being the case, um, I found myself praying a lot more, um, really, you know, putting myself in a position and a posture of, Lord, what do you have to say about the matter rather than consulting the news? Because it started becoming such a heavy thing to go to um, the news to seek, you know, truth or information. And so I really felt like the Lord sustained me um, and kept me, you know, at peace, even in the midst of some very unsettling things. And so um, the soundtrack that I have to go with that, the song for the soundtrack is Defender by Francesca Battistelli and Stephanie, I'm going to say G because I do not want to mispronounce her name. She is too incredible of a worship leader for me to do that. Um, and there's a piece of the song where it says, all I did was praise. All I did was worship. All I did was be still. And it just really spoke to me because that is the posture that I feel like got me through the entire year is just being determined the praise and to worship and to be still and to shut my mouth on social media. Like that was part of being still is the fact that I didn't engage, you know, in, in some of the, the harshness, the ugliness, the criticalness that I saw. I was like, no, like absolutely not. So, um, gosh, I could say so much more about that, but I'm going to move on for time's sake. Um, so number two, joy truly equals strength. Yes. Joy truly equals strength. And the song that I had to go with this was Trenches by Taryn Wells. And if you've never heard that song, I mean, like you almost need to stop this podcast right now and listen to that song because my goodness, when he talks about hearts being under fire and like essentially God being right there in the battle with us. Again, it goes along with all the hard stuff that we dealt with this year and, you know, how the Lord is there in the midst of all of it. And, you know, I really found that he showed up with his strength when I was able to keep myself, you know, focused on finding the things that were able to bring me joy. Um, when things started shutting down and when things started getting limited, rather than, you know, complaining, I honestly found myself in a position of thanking the Lord for having a roof over our head that we could hank hunker down together in. Um, I, I, thanked the Lord that I had YouTube and technology so that I could know where to start in trying to help my children in building new blocks of learning and, and education and growth. Um, you know, again, thanking, thanking God for technology because of being able to connect with our families through FaceTime and Zoom. Those things seemed like the things that I needed to be focusing on rather than um, what we were not able to do. And in doing that, I really did feel empowered. Um, there were a few mornings that I woke up that I 
dragged and was just like, Lord Jesus, I need your help. But there were a lot of mornings that I woke up and I was already finding joy, like in the first five seconds of the day, you know, something that, you know, could make me laugh, make me smile, you know, with twin girls that are four, I promise you a lot of the times it was them and their comedy, but I really did feel like those things were the things that kept charging my battery. Um, so I understand that in a different way now, and I'm so appreciative for that. So number three, the opposite of love isn't hate. It is fear. Um, that is what I had for number three. Um, so I get that from the fact that um in the word, it says that love cast out all fear. And if love cast out fear, then to me, fear would be the opposite of love, not hate. And ultimately, hate would be a symptom of there being fear. So the hate is just a response, but the root is actually fear. And so the song that I had to go with that was... Uh, um the song that I had to go with that was most beautiful and it is by all nations worship assembly Atlanta. That song is incredible. And the reason why I chose that one to go with this point is because there's a piece of the song that says there are no words. There's nothing left. My heart sings to you. Oh, 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 <laughs> And I love that. I completely love that because it says also in the word that out of the heart, no, out of the mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks. Look, I was going to say it backwards. Out of the mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks. And so um, sometimes in recognizing that we've misplaced our trust it's because of fear. It's because we've allowed fear to overcome us. And so, you know, when you're fully trusting and loving in God, it is very hard to be fearful. Um, yes, you can be uncertain and yes, you can be unclear on what is happening, but it's very hard to be fearful um, when you have your love aligned correctly with God. And when you do, a lot of the times that love leaves you completely speechless. And so that's, you know, really why that song to me resonates with that point. And so number four, less really is more. <laughs> this is something that I've heard my mom say for years. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when my mom's talking about it, she was talking about makeup. She was talking about, you know, dressing modestly versus being flashy, you know, all of those things. But here I mean it in like cutting down the distractions, cutting down the entertainment, cutting down on all of the excess and really getting to the heart of the matter. And with this point, I have the correlating song for the 2020 soundtrack as Make Room by Jonathan McReynolds. And my goodness, um, if we did not make room, um, because, wow, like I, I, I was the type of mom where 
prior to 2020, we had activity every single day, Monday through Friday. So there was always something that we had on the calendar, including like random play dates and coffee dates in the park and all those kinds of things with our friends. So I constantly had my girls engaged in interaction, constantly had myself engaged in interaction, constantly had ourselves in activities, you know, to have structure to our day because you need structure, right? So yes, but I had it to the point where I can't even really tell you like before 2020, what days we just woke up when we wanted to, or, you know, left our PJs on. And I feel like those things had a place too, because I found that me and the girls got to know each other on such a new level this year, because there were literally mornings that we just hung out and I just asked them, like, what do you want to do? Rather than spilling out to them, let's hurry up and get dressed. We've got to be here by 930. Hurry up and get dressed. We've got to be here by eight o'clock. So all of these things going on that were good things. And that's the thing, like distraction, people sometimes use that word as if distractions are like bad things that you know, are, are pulling on you, but they can be good things. It can be too much of a good thing, like too much structure of trying to create an experience where, you know, the experience just wants to happen organically at home in your pajamas with no one to see it, like no camera to take pictures of it, you know, all of that, like just being and living in the moment. And so less really is more. That is definitely something I want to take into 2021 and going forward because I find that I'm much more productive just having a few things that I have to focus on, you know, getting myself together for. Um, You know, I work pretty well, you know, in uh, fast paced and, you know, really busy schedules, but I I work beautifully when it's not so fast paced and it's not so action packed. That is something that I've learned this year. Um, I've been crocheting. I've been baking. <laughs> I've been cooking without like anything getting too brown because I have time to think about it. I'm not rushing to get anywhere. And so um, I do believe that things happen, you know, in seasons. There'll be a season of hustle and bustle again. But right now, I'm going to enjoy this season of less really being more. Amen? Amen. Okay, so the fifth lesson that I am taking out of 2020, being still is uncomfortable at first, but it is a position of rest. And with that point, I have correlated Yahweh by all nations. It's featuring Matthew Stevenson and Chandler Moore. Um, So again, that's something that I had to learn to do early on in the pandemic was, you know, kind of quiet my thoughts, still myself and allow myself to just have time to be in the moment in the presence with God. And that song Yahweh We lift you high, Yahweh, Yahweh. Now, first of all, the whole All Nations project, you should check it out. It's, I mean, every single track is good. But this one, like, again, like I told you, like, 
I'm also one of those people who will put my earbuds in and, you know, try to do other things, even while worship music is on and things like that. This song, every time that it hit, like, I don't know, I just end up sobbing and on my face on the floor. Like, that's how it would happen. And um, it was good. It was good because as a mom, I find myself so often having to um, manage several thoughts and several things at the same time. And even in worship, like you can pop into worship and then pop out of the moment. Like, goodness, I need to get those clothes out of the dryer, you know, pop into worship and then pop out. Okay. The girls are getting ready to get up from nap. Did I have lunch? Like literally that's how my mind works. And when this song was on, like I could think of nothing other than we lift you high, Yahweh, Yahweh. And it just took me in the presence every single time. And it was no longer like uncomfortable for me to just be on the floor sobbing in the presence of the Lord. But it really became a place of going down there and finding rejuvenation and rest and peace and clarity when I got up. I'm telling you, it's so true. It's so, so true. So even if you just set a few moments in the morning or even in the middle of your day or at night, like whatever your schedule, like if you just set a few moments aside to just sit and be silent, oh my God, I promise it'll change your life. Yes. So then the next point, number six, It is possible to bury our issues in busyness and distractions, but eventually it has to be dealt with. Um, And so this one kind of piggybacks and goes with uh, less really is more, Um, but I made it a separate point because I needed to be able to squeeze another song in here for you guys, of course. Um, So the song is Man of Your Word by Chandler Moore. And um, I am just, again, so grateful to 2020 because there are things that I thought that I had dealt with and confronted before that I realized had not been dealt with. They had just been put on the back burner or I just, you know, put them down so deep on the inside that, you know, I felt like I wasn't dealing with them anymore. But you want to know how I knew that I was still dealing with them? Um, I was still being able to be triggered. I was still being triggered. So the actual root of the issue was still with me because my kids or my husband or things not going right that day would still trigger me to a place of frustration. And it wasn't until this year that I was able to really sit with myself and uh, recognize what grieving truly looks like, um, recognize what, um, what sources brought frustration into my life because now I'm a lot more clear. You can ask my husband, even with him asking me like how he can help me, I've gotten so much better at being able to answer that question because now I understand my triggers. I understand what I'm healing from. I understand what I've been delivered from. Like it's just, it all works so much better together. And so in the song, there's just so many things in Man of Your Word that are good. But um, there is a piece that it says, you're present in every step, patient in every heartache. God, you have never 
failed. You won't start with me. You won't start with me. And I'm just like, yes, like he's patient with every heartache. Like even the things that we haven't dealt with or addressed from years ago, but when we're finally ready to give it to him, like he's ready to like bury it for real so that it can be like dead, dead and not like uh living dead just under the surface until something happens to like, you know, take all the dirt off of it again. So good. So my final point, um, number seven, uncertainty does not give us a pass for not being productive. And with this song, I put Tremble um, by Mosaic MSC. And I also put um, Never Be Defeated by Rich Tolbert Jr. So both of those songs go with that. Um, And uncertainty does not give us a pass for not being productive. I want to be sure that I'm not saying that, you know, if you didn't come out of the pandemic with a business or a book or, you know, something, you know, I don't know, that's like making you income or putting you on a different level that you weren't being productive. Um, Especially with what number six was. With number six, I was talking about, you know, emotional and spiritual healing. If you're just coming out with that, then you were being productive. Um, Yes, like, COVID-19 hitting, the social unrest hitting, like all of these things hitting caused a lot of uncertainty, a lot of murkiness, a lot of, um, you know, shaking people's foundations that they thought, you know, were solid. And with that happening, you know, we have to still be sure that we're keeping ourselves in a position of moving forward and working towards Um, being able to create a better world and future for our children and being able to be better people in general. And so even if you didn't do anything, you know, out of the ordinary, but just get up every day and encourage yourself to get up out the bed. Like if that was productive for you, I am not knocking that at all. What I'm saying is, is that hopefully by this point at the end of 2020, you can see some area of your life where you have progressed and where you are different and where you are changed. That said, sometimes productivity is just acknowledging the fact that I am not okay. And it is okay to not be okay. Like that, having that revelation and addressing that, listen, that's all, that's a whole life changer right there because there are plenty of people who are in denial about the hurts and the trauma and, you know, the things that they've experienced that have really shaken them at their core um, and changed who they are. So even that, like in addressing that you are not okay, to me, that is productivity. If a year ago, that's something that you never would have expressed out loud or reached out to someone um, to share so that you can move in the direction of finding okay. So there it is. Those are my top lessons of 2020 and the soundtrack. Um, In the show notes, I'm going to include all of these songs because I mean it. You should look them up. They are very much encouragement for your life. Um, So thank you again for taking your time to be with me today. Happy 2021. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the new year. 
Feel free again to reach out to me at the Twinning Mommy Chronicles on Instagram. Engage with me. Tell me what your one word is that you're coming out of 2020 with. Or if there's anything, like I said, that you want to add to my list of lessons for 2020, we can learn and grow together. Ooh, the soundtrack too. If you have good songs, send me those too because I want to hear them. Um, I would love to have discussion all about that. So Twinning Mommy Chronicles on on Instagram, or you can leave me a voice message through the Anchor app or through anchorfm.com. Until the next time, continue to be blessed, continue to be encouraged, and yes, happy new year. We made it almost in a few hours. <laughs> Take care.